Hey guys, Tony here. I just wanted to let y'all know before we jump into this episode that I have written a book. And this book is called Hell or High Tide. And right now, you can read the prologue by clicking or going to shareyourbuzz.com backslash hell or high tide. You can go to shareyourbuzz.com and click on the hell or high tide link. It is uh, up there in the top in the navigation section where they have a, you know, it's podcast and um about and pictures and all that so go up there and check it out and i'm asking for a favor from you guys if you're fans of the show um if you happen to be friends with or be related to or be married to or be having midnight liaisons with someone who is in the literary business publishing an agent um i have no idea what i'm doing so i'm trying to get a point in the right direction for someone to help me out to get this book published um, or at least get them get a meeting with somebody there's my phone going off because that's how professional I am I got my phone going off I got Mitty licking herself on the chair across from me where uh, Chris usually sits I got my Vita Coco coconut water with pineapple there's my phone going off again and uh, sitting here telling you guys to go check out the prologue of Hell or High Tide at shareyourbuzz.com backslash Heller High Tide. Thank you. Here is episode 149. Yeah, this is a weird day, man. I'm not feeling it either, but actually, that's not true. Not, not just those mics. It's just, it's not not feeling it. It's just fucking sleepy, dude. Like right in the last hour of my day. Yeah. It just hit me, and I was like, oh. That's why I got this coffee right now, man. Normally, yeah. you're the one drinking a cup of coffee before the show. Yeah, I usually do an espresso or something, but I had yeah. to do a little douche juice tonight and down a monster. Man, good for you. <laughs> I do those five-hour five hour energies sometimes. Um, they tend to work pretty good. But I don't think they actually work five hours, right? I mean, I don't... To me, it's just like uh, it works for a good couple of hours, three hours, get you through a, yeah. a moment. <laughs> In fact, well, the only time I've ever taken them is when I'm like, it's 11 or 12 at night and I, we're going out. I know, was going to say, go they something. probably do work for five hours. It's just that when you usually people take them before they're drinking and then you drink so much, they put you to sleep. So, mm -hmm. but I, uh, well, my heart hates me not to call you out, but you were saying you're a little slow from that fireball last night. Yes. And man, I, that is the. Dude, I have been I have been hating on fire Fireball and Jägermeister are the two drinks that I hate on the most. But if somebody hands me a shot, I will do it every yeah, fucking time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fireball just goes down so easily. Oh man, but I it's one of those things where I did so much of that now it leaves me like kind of a, a weird taste in my mouth. I yeah. don't like it anymore. And I'm not even a fireball guy, but it's free. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, it's, it's inevitable. There, and it's just like, shit. All right. Somebody's going to hand you a shot of fireball, even if, whether yeah. it's a joke or whatever, like, you're going to, it's mm -hmm. like getting iced now. With the, it's like, it's like the version of icing with a shot. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's funny. I mean, it gets you drunk. That's for sure. It's just all that sugar, man. Dude. I've, I've just been out of it all day. Slept in, too. I mean, I had the day off, and you think I would be energized, but no. <laughs> I have not felt one hundred percent, and I don't feel sick. I just, you know, I'm just not there. And the bad, the thing about all like those sugary shots is that it's still whiskey, so it's like it's not even like you can go back and just drink like like a regular whiskey now because it's, it's it's still gonna invoke that mm -hmm. that aftertaste, yeah, that that weirdness. But yeah, I drank a beer earlier and 
like I told you, it was like all I could do to get through it. Yeah. You know, I was like, well, it's Friday afternoon. I'll drink a beer. Mm-hmm. You know, I only had one in the fridge, so it was my last beer. And I was like, well, you know, I'll just, I'll drink it and watch this funny ass show called the Norseman I've been watching recently for medicinal purposes. Yeah, dude, Just I've seen that Harry on the there. Is it good? Yeah, it's really funny. It's like uh, the only way I can describe it. It's it's like uh, Lord of the Rings meets uh, The Office. Okay. Because it's the office type humor. All right. But it's but it's also brutal. Like these show people getting cut in half and shit. But it's a comedy. It's I want to check that out. Oddest thing ever. <laughs> me me and Faith have been looking for a show and we can't yeah. agree on anything so far. So they're really funny. If you like The Office, you love the yeah. show. I've been telling everybody since I started watching it. Like, hey, if you're a fan of The Office, you will love this show. I, Only difference is they don't break the fourth wall. They don't talk yeah. to the camera, but it's still that type of humor, mm-hmm. that awkward sort of situational. Oh, man, see that kind of yeah sometimes i think it's funny and sometimes it it's hard to watch i don't it's embarrassing because you almost feel embarrassed for the people yeah it's i do enough embarrassing shit to myself i I I hate to say this but it's like when i see a white person like uh do something not necessarily racist but like when you see a white person that gets around black people all of a sudden and then they try to like yeah like, dude, just be yourself. Yeah. You don't have to start trying yeah. to talk black because you're around black folks. Like, those are the people I'm embarrassed for. Like, oh, you're yeah. embarrassing me, and I'm not the one doing dude, it. Dude, people like, do oh, it. People stop. do it with any nationality. Like, mm-hmm. if you get around somebody who doesn't speak good English, you'll start speaking broken English back to yeah, them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's crazy, man. I don't know. It's weird. I just hold on to yourself now. That's kind of like one of those subconscious are. things. It's it's like when someone uh, says, "Have a have a good trip," and you're like, "You too." All right. I see, Mitty's got a nice, cute new collar here. With yeah, she's got a little bow. Little Bowie. Oh, come on, get in there. She likes to uh, go beard to beard. <laughs> Where's my phone? Where's my topic? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, coalesce, cogitate, comfort with us. Yes. I think this is episode 149. Holy wow. shit, dude. So the next one's 150. 149. That's special. It's good that. Uh, if you guys can't tell by now, there's not another person on the mic. We do not have a guest this week. We had one, and I won't call any names out, but I've been twice canceled on this same guest. So. Yeah, next week. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think I'm gonna pass on our uh, this particular guest. I'm not gonna. Book <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm if working. you're listening, I'm sorry, bro, but you shame me once, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shame me twice, man. <laughs> like, well, uh, let me see. I'm we're working on. on next month. Uh, but we have to go over our schedule because the holidays are coming. It always gets kind of weird around this time of year. People have got mm-hmm. stuff going on. Uh, I got a couple of things lined up that I'm waiting on on, on answers back from. And uh, I, I always like to do around the holidays, though, maybe hit up some of our, you know, our the classic guests. Mm-hmm. You know, hit up some of the holiday is time for friends. It's time yeah. for a family. So we should hit up some of our our. Yeah, Repeat. I wouldn't mind having a little get-together episode or something, you know, like... Well, you know, we didn't do the Christmas party last year yeah, we because we did our 100 party. I think this year I want to do a Christmas party again, for sure. Yeah, we'll just have to make sure we do it early enough before Christmas, before people go out of town. Yeah. You know, and like, yeah. It'll be our Yeah, Christmas we should probably party. start... We should do, like, early December. We should probably start... Uh, let me see, I'm going out of town for a couple of days, and then when I get back, I think probably, like... Before Halloween, we should probably start planning the Christmas party. Yeah. Because um, I think we can do it nice and... I think we could do it good. We always have good Christmas parties. The first one was kind of raucous. 
The second one was a. Uh, wait, the first one, I think, was when we tried to do a, a, a sweater party, but yeah. it was warm out that night, so yeah. everybody was sweating their ass off. Yeah, I wore my sweater anyways. The second sweater. one we had was uh, was when it got all grouty. That's when Spencer almost went through the window. Oh yeah. That was uh yeah, that was Yeah, that was like when I made that the first time I made the coquito, we had a bunch yeah, of eggnog. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was that was a big party. That was a good. One. Um and then last year we didn't do one, so this one will be our our um third almost annual. Our third fourth almost annual, third actually. So but I th- I think we should I think we could have a nice mix of classy but still, you know, still throwing down, still having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the cool thing about getting and this is maybe ties into something that we could talk about because I've been thinking about it lately. Uh, you always, like, you know how we, you, when you talk to an older person and they're always like, man, I don't feel old in my head. I just realized that I can't do some of the stuff I used to do. Mm-hmm. It's hard to come to grips with. I'm starting to feel like that. Dude, I feel like that when it comes to, like, uh, leisure activities because I still have, like, the party in me, mm-hmm. but when I go to, like, a but I don't want to be out past like eleven o'clock at night. Like too long during the weekdays, or just whatever. like just at all. Like yeah. I, it, when I go to like a club or something now, it's like I don't want to be there. I'd rather go to a. I want to do. I still want to do stuff, but I mm-hmm. want to do things with other adults that mm-hmm. are, that are doing that are on my, that have done it already and are on kind of my level when it comes to, mm-hmm. you know. So like, I'd rather go to a a cocktail lounge or a cigar bar or somewhere we can just like somewhere a little bit mm-hmm. quieter and relaxing. Uh, yeah, I feel you on the uh, the weekdays thing, because uh, you know I rehearse during the week, and, s- and sometimes you know we don't get started till about seven thirty. We're done about nine thirty, ten, but we'll talk for another thirty or forty five minutes. Next, you know, I'm t- after after eleven or so when I'm getting home, and it's just you know after playing Dude. music I'm pumped, and the next thing you know it's just I'm not going to bed till like twelve thirty. <laughs> and I still got and it. And I'm like, fuck. I still got it me once in a while. Don't get oh, me I wrong. I still got it. I, still I got can the party. Jeez. Yeah, I still want you know, especially when it's at our own place. We're like we're out, if we're chilling out in the pool on like a holiday weekend or something. It's easy to go hard because you're like, well, my room is right there. Mm-hmm. I just can go to bed. My apartment's right here, and even when we're close to town. But man, and there's still times where I get in my the back of my head and I'm like remembering things, and I think I can do. I'm not just talking about my party days, like teenager in 20s i'm talking about shit that we did like uh, even a couple like last year a couple of years ago like all those nights where we would just walk up to the bar mm-hmm. and just randomly have get drunk and uh, and not like we i don't think we went out there sometimes we went out there with the intention of getting drunk but a lot mm-hmm. of times it was just we were going out to hang out because we were a single people with nothing else to fucking do yeah and sometimes a lot more sometimes i get that in my head and i'm like man those are good times we should do that again but like uh, there, there's a mixture of one that was probably a period in time that we can't force to relive. Mm-hmm. And second, like <laughs> I, it's, it sounds good until it gets to be about six thirty, and I'm ready to like get dressed and go out. And I'm like, yeah, but I could just make some Totinos and watch this yeah, <laughs> yeah. and watch this fucking this <coughs> Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, I feel like when we all moved, kind of moved in here. Of course, you were here before. I was on this last go around, but. When we all started hanging out, man, it was just like all these people meeting each other, you know, for the first time. And yeah, we were going out all the time, man. Yeah. Hitting those, uh, what is it? Half, half price Wednesdays. Dude. uh, We need to go down there and do that. We opened almost every new place on this, like every place on this block. We were, had been there. We we opened like all the, Minnie's trying to get out. All the, uh, 
you know, when the Sutler reopened, when the Melrose, I mean, we were, yeah. now the Melrose is like a, hop, a happening spot, but we yep. were going there when it was a shithole, <laughs> Satan's asshole. Trust me, that's, that's I think, I think I might have told you this, that might be the first place I ever bought like a legal drink, you know, yeah. is there, it's been there that long, and of course, a lot longer than that since the 70s, I believe, and that's why you had a lot of old, old-timer famous country musicians that go down there all the time, like John yeah. Prine and stuff like that, you know. Place has been around. It's the last, last pool hall, really. Yeah. Minus one or two, that one downtown. But other than that, are there any other pool halls? Unless you Man, get out, start getting out to like Madison and the yeah, outers. Yeah, I can't think of know? any. Although, I mean, I don't, I don't know the town as well as you yeah. do, but I can't. Yeah, you got to go to like Madison and you know, out there to start. You know. To Man, I hope pool halls table. aren't like a, a dying art. I don't think they are because I think it's. Some degree, but. Because even when I go to small towns like where my daughter lives, they still have like bowling alleys and stuff. So, yeah, that's the thing about Nashville. It's so damn trendy. I mean, that's why you don't. That's why all of the chain restaurants are dying out. You know. Yeah. I mean, there's one Applebee's left in the entire. City. It is funny that a couple of years ago we were saying when Logan. We were saying like like like, like five or ten years ago, everybody was saying, "Man, all it is is chain restaurants. Like, there's no mm-hmm. mom and pops." And now everything's become so hipster. We're like, mm-hmm. I just want a fucking Chili's burger. I just want yeah, a fucking yeah. blooming onion, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> man. Two for one in your mm-hmm. tiny beer mugs. Mm-hmm. No, don't, I like. Don't, uh, don't think we don't know what you're doing, Chili's. Yeah, I know yeah. you got those extra small glasses. Those, they're really thick too. It's like all glass. <laughs> you're not getting any yeah, beer yeah. in there. It's like that. Like they used to, uh, I used It's to a go sliver to, of beer in the middle. Yeah, I used to go to Thirsty Thursdays to watch the sounds play. That's our local AAA ball club. Uh, and uh, it was always Thirsty Thursdays. Now, what they didn't tell you was your dollar beer that you got was in a fucking eight-ounce plastic cup. So there are three different ranges. It was $1 beer, 2 and $3 beer. So really, to get an actual real good-sized beer, you were paying $3. So it uh, was a dollar beer night. Bullshit. It was like yeah. a swallow, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one, one, $1 beer was, it was, you know. Now, if you're with your wife and kids or something, have a couple small ones just to, you know, go through the motions. I mean, who doesn't want a cold beer at a fucking hot baseball game? Fuck but. that, man. If I'm with my wife and kids, I need extra beer. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know you're driving. No, don't get drunk. This is the kids' night. I'm a kid. Right? <laughs> Speaking of beer, man, let's give a shout-out to Mayday yeah. Brewery, our sponsor. Uh, they got some new cans. They did. They have that, uh, what was it called? Your Pet Cat? Yeah, it's interesting. They are, they are canning them like a motherfucker. There's some canning fools over there. I got to say, I went out to Oktoberfest this past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, my bad. My fault for waiting till the last fucking day. I try to cram too much into a weekend this past weekend. Like, you ever do that and you're like, you think, like, it works out in your head. You're like, oh, if I, ju- if I do this for two hours, then I can go to this and do this for two hours and do this. But you always end up staying every place a little bit longer. Yeah. And it, or maybe, like, you skip something. Like, last weekend, I wanted to go to Oktoberfest. I wanted to go to um, our buddy... Um, Jason from Question Tequila was doing an event with a with um, CAO Cigars, and then that night Charles the Atlantic was also playing, and like all these things were yeah. happening. And dude, I it was a Friday. I was already fucking tired, and we had no podcast that night. So I went to the tequila tasting. I smoked a cigar, and Jason just kept on pouring me shots of tequila. Of course, and he's known to do that. So. Next thing I know, I'm like halfway through the cigar and the show's about to start. And I texted them. It was like, okay, I, I got plenty of time. So I texted our buddy Kyle from Charles Atlantic. I was like, hey, man, what time do you guys go on? I want to make sure I get there in time. He's like, dude, we're the first band. We're going on right now. 
So yeah, because you texted me. Yeah. At like seven thirty, as soon as you texted me, I was like, "Fuck!" I went ahead and got in the shower. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking that when you got, cause you know, we get back here and we'll just roll down there and go see them. Dude. But mm-hmm. when, then, then when you sent me that text saying that uh, they're the first band, I was like, "Fuck!" There's no way. Dude, they were. I'm not, uh, I'm not paying ten bucks. Yeah, it was, and it was fifteen at the, the door band. too. So. Oh yeah, it's an expensive show. And dude, I, oh, I was fast puffing that cigar too, trying to get done in time. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Oh, it kind of made me give me a little bit of a, of a little bit oh, of a belly ache there, just trying to. Belly ache. But uh, scars, but, man, they get you messed up. You well, then I then I came fast. home. Well, I, I'll save this for uh, our next segment. But uh, yes, the Oktoberfest I went to, so I so I didn't get a chance to go Friday or Saturday. I went so I went on Sunday because I was like, fuck it, I need to go. This is one of my favorite events that Nashville does. So now Sunday it was pouring fucking rain. I yeah. was like, I was like, yeah, but Jacksonville doesn't play till three thirty. I can go to Oktoberfest at one. Still have plenty of time. So I go there. First thing I do, there's a band playing. It's kind of, it's kind of empty because it's raining. But every, you know, the, the, a lot of the shops are still open. Usually, our friends from Principal Cigar have a tent out there because they're a sponsor. But they must have already packed up for the weekend because you go on the you go on the last day of any event. They're kind of like half the shits there. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was like, all right, well, this is. You know, half the stores are open, or half the shops are there. Like, every, like there's, it's kind of dead. It's raining. The least I can do is go get some Mayday Oktoberfest because mm-hmm. they were they, they had one last year. I was looking forward to it. I hadn't gotten any this year yet, and uh, so I went to the token booth because you can't just buy beer. You gotta buy tokens. Yeah, yeah. Like a and uh, it's twenty five dollars for three tokens. So each beer is a token. It's a token. Okay. So I was like, all right, whatever. I get it. It's expensive beer. It's fucking festival prices, Mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, So I walk up. um, I find, finally I find, well, first I get a walking beer. So I stopped, I stopped at at the, uh, what is it? The like St. Polliner girl or whatever it is. Like Polliner, whatever the, uh, one of the German style things. So I, so I got a walking beer. So I went to go look for uh, Mayday. And then I finally found the Mayday. Rest of the time I was done with that beer. So I uh, I went up and I asked for fucking put my chip down and said I want, you know, Mayday Oktoberfest. Uh, we're out of the Oktoberfest. We sold out already. Oh, man. Now, now awesome for Ozzy because he sold all those fucking barrels of beer. Yeah. Sucks for me because I didn't get any of my favorite kind of fucking beer. Yeah. So. Uh, Award-winning beer. Yeah. So finally, so I went and I was like. I had a, I, so I just got whatever else they had on tap. I got a second beer. And at this point, I was like, well, there's no reason for me to fucking be here. I wasn't even going to – I was going to just trash my third token and be like – and chalk it up to fucking bad luck and be like, whatever. I'm not going to chug three beers just because I paid for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then – Sounds like something I would do. Well, I'm easily convinced. Yeah. Because then Ozzy texted me because I texted him. I was like, oh, man, I missed out on the Mar- on the on the Mars and fucking sucks for me, and maybe I'll come to the brewery and try to get some. But he's like, we're almost there. We're come, We're on the way. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Maybe they're bringing, like, a backup keg, yeah. like, like, you know, like, like a little shorty or something. Yeah, yeah. So he gets there, and I'm all excited, thinking I'm going to get some. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I'm glad you're here. Uh, good to see you. Uh, we're just packing up, getting ready to go. So they weren't bringing anything. They were coming to pack their shit up and leave. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I helped them pack up and everything. He didn't. He didn't ask me to. I, I did it out of the kindness of my heart. Mm-hmm. So, and, I, and of course, while we were sitting there, I uh, had to use my last token on a what they did have. They had some of that. All the fucking berries. Mm, so I had yeah. some of that. And 
So needless to say, that that day, that fucking experience was a wash. But if you were lucky enough to get one of the fucking, I think like forty something barrels of of Oktoberfest that they sold. Wow. Uh, yeah. I bet they sold barrels too. I mean, I'm sure they sold the whole barrels. I would imagine, right? Dude, they. To restaurants. I talked. There were people there that were there the day before. Yeah. Told me that there was a line down the block just from the May Day tent. Wow. So, yeah. So we uh we are very lucky to have Ozzy as a friend and to also have Mayday Brewery as a sponsor of the show because there's big things happening for Mayday and I'm proud to uh, not only they make delicious beer but I'm proud that we get to be involved with them. So 521 Old Salem Road, MaydayBrewery.com. They're throwing a Halloween party on the 27th, which I believe Faith and I are going to in our, uh, I will say it's a DC Universe theme. Okay. Uh, I, I ordered my costume. It's on the way. So oh, yes. I know which one you're talking yeah. about. Yes. Hopefully it gets here in time because I think I had to order it from, like, Beijing or something. I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, so that's – I think we're going to do that. Um, I know we're, we're – here's the thing. I'm doing it again. I'm already doing it because I want to do a couple of different parties that night. Yeah. And I just don't know if we're going to be able to do all of them. Mm-hmm. And we got offered a hotel out there. So I kind of – and like, well, someone offered a hotel for you to stay out there. Yeah, there's uh, someone had an extra free night. Yeah. So they were uh, they offered us uh, th- if we come out there. Yeah. Um. And don't be alarmed by the fact that uh, you're like, oh, th- but the brewery closes at ten o'clock or whatever. There's, d- just head on down to downtown Murfreesboro yeah, and party plenty, down there. Plenty to do down there. So. So yeah. So thanks to uh, Ozzy and them, I. Don't know what else they have on tap right now, but they always have plenty of beers on tap. I'm sh- pretty sure they have some pumpkin stuff. I'm really excited about what's going on for their their winter stuff now as well. I've had some of their pumpkin. Their, I think I had the pumpkin IPA, which is fucking awesome. And they have 24 taps. I'm sure yeah. there's enough beer for all you beer snobs out there. Yeah, and all your fanciness. And no, I'm just kidding. And um, he said, uh, Ozzy gave me some something to look forward to. He told me they might be bringing back the Soul, the Black Lager, which was my oh, favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I remember you having a few of those. Yeah. I had a few of those. <laughs> yeah, we need to get out there and pick up some more beer. We're out of the uh, Yeah, out of the I might do that beers. tomorrow, actually. I told Ozzy I need to go out there and do that. I'm going to a wedding. Yay. Are you? A dry wedding. Yay. Dry wedding? Two hours away. You want to borrow a flask? Right. I might have to. I've done that before. <coughs> I went to a wedding once at a like one of those um, like VFW type things, and they mm-hmm. we can't bring your own booze in. Yeah. And, they, and there was no. Uh, I don't, it probably wasn't the VSW, the VFW, because I know they drink. It, I think it was some like firemen's association or some like some one of those like clubhouse type things where they yeah. offer you a space, but you can't bring. It was like booze free. Gotcha. Probably some Christian shit or something. Mm-hmm. But so I would just, I just had a, a bottle out in the car, and I would just creep out once in a while. Me and my buddy Brandon. Go hit it up. Yeah, I was debating. And I was thinking, too. Plus, it's like, well, fuck it. I might as well not drink because it's two hours away. You know, there's nothing worse than... Because it's going to be straight liquor. I mean, unless there's a Coca-Cola around somewhere. I guess I could catch a buzz. But at the same time, it's like, what's the point if I'm going to drive two hours back? You know? Yeah, it's you like, don't want to do that. Then I'll just be coming down off my alcohol buzz on the way back and get tired. That and sucks. Just the worst. Yeah. Uh, not looking forward to it. Then you do that thing where you just get home and then immediately pass the fuck out. Yeah. And just waste, waste, waste the rest of the, uh, the rest of the. Mm-hmm. Damn, I can't talk today. The wet, the 
Yeah, so I mean, I you know, I'm not a big fan of weddings, especially ones for people I don't know. And if it's a dry wedding, it's like, ugh. Trying to get sober people to dance is hard. Oh, Trying yeah, to get drunk people to dance at a wedding is hard enough. Yeah, how do you, like... I don't know. I, I I just said something. I was just about to say something totally alcoholic. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I was about to say, how do you have fun <laughs> with right. that? Without no, no. <laughs> I think it, it was, every time that I think about stuff, like I feel like such a piece of shit because I'm like... <laughs> Oh, it's a dry wedding. Oh my How god, you're gonna live to be sober. It's like, oh my god. But like, especially at a wedding where everything is kind of corny. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you make it fun unless there's booze involved? Yeah, I just you know, for me, it's it's they're just oh my god. I had some I question like, what's the purpose of this again? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> I mean, I get it, celebrating. People, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's I, like I get that. Statistically, but you're not gonna work out anyway, so let's, let's. Yeah, it's like at least you know. I guess I could look at it like this: I'm driving two hours to get a free, a free meal after a seminar. Is sort of the way I'm looking at it, you know. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like trying to get that free vacation. You're taking your, uh, <laughs> your, uh, your timeshare. Yeah. You're sucking. I taking sit, your blows, yeah. taking your wits. I gotta sit through this fucking seminar before I get this free meal, and then get to walk around and schmooze with people I don't know, and then drive two hours back. That's funny. <laughs> hey man, before we move on, uh, let's not forget to give a shout out to uh, how much fun we had last week hanging out at that art oh, show. Yeah. That, that, was epi- great. that episode is out, dude. That was a little Poor bit of a man. long episode, but we have interviews with artists. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, like painters, yeah. We had Sideshow Benny on there. We had uh, Adam and Jeff, the curators. That was a great show, and I it brought it to mind because Jeff just uh, liked one of our posts that we that we put. And you know, I tried to, I tried to tag Jeff Bertrand in mm-hmm. all of our posts, but apparently you can't friend him because he's he's, he's cool. so fucking cool. I tried he's it. <laughs> apparently, I didn't realize there was a five thousand friend <laughs> cap on Facebook. I don't understand the point behind oh, that. Oh, dude. A- after that, you, you have to actually still get a fan them. page. Yeah. Well, you 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 can, yeah, you can only a regular person's page can only have five thousand. Yeah. Other that, other than that, you have to get a fan page, like a like yeah. like our share your buzz page. Like we can get page or whatever, yeah. we can get all the fa- we we can get thousands and we can get hundred thousand fans, but we don't have as much as Jeff Bertrand. Hey, I wish we had five thousand friends <laughs> on Facebook. I might actually get paid. Apparently, dude, we're shit. in the uh, we're in the wrong business with podcasting. We should have been barbers. And yeah, yeah, man. Barbers and tattoo artists—they make Although, a lot of friends. I don't know because I'm 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 bald. So is it if is like is is a bald barber like a like a, a sick doctor or? Right. <laughs> hey, barbershop's a good place for a bald guy too, man. Get a fresh head shave. Get the you ever had like a straight razor shave? Oh my god, dude! I've always wanted oh, to. Oh, that's amazing. You won't. It's crazy because uh, my beard is so tough that uh, I never shave up. I can never go against the grain. It's, it's a, it's too fucking painful. I, <laughs> I know exactly what you meant, but that's a that's a interesting turn of phrase. Yeah. Like you got a tough beard. I do. I mean, you are wearing a flannel shirt tonight too, so you, you do have like a very <laughs> tough, manly. <laughs> but I mean, look how thick this shit is, man. It is. You do There's have a no tough. gaps in there. And when so. you when you let it grow out, it gets like, it grows out like why it grows like a like a pyramid, like a yeah, reverse yeah. pyramid. It yeah. grows out like the tip of the pyramids on your chin, and it grows out like. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird, man. But, uh, but yeah, so I can't shave against the grain, but I do like getting a professional shave with its super sharp razors Man, they have. I never have. And I, I can actually 
take it when they do it because they yeah. stretch the skin, you know, as they're yeah, shaving. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, and the razor is so sharp. And your your fucking your face would be baby ass smooth. It's like you won't even see shadow because see, like normally if I shave in the morning, clean shave, I've got a shadow by that afternoon or starting the oh, show, yeah, you yeah. know. I've got one. With, my beard is so thick where you can still see the beard when after it's shaved. It's kind of grayish. You <laughs> your know what I'm beard is about? like in your cheek. You're like, yeah. It's waiting to come out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it? the idea that you're just shaving, and by the time you get to the other cheek, the other cheek, your, your first it's cheek's grown. already grown yeah, out. Like, Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Wait. shaving with two razors at the just same time. <laughs> Speaking of, man, I want to give a, another. Sh- we, we need to get a. Uh, we need, oh, to get yeah. our, we need to get our buddy Ryan back on the show because I've been using that uh, that winter's uh, shave uh, yes. a- aftershave, man. That shit is so good. My girl actually steals it and uses it on her legs because it makes it, it makes the skin feel so good. Hey, that winter's beard oil is amazing too. Yeah, we need to get them back on. But I still get a shout out to Rekha. Yeah. Which, by the way, I left my stuff here. Like yeah, we'll get to that from you. I was gonna get a bottle tonight, but I, f- I figured since it was just us, and I'm gonna be out of town, we'll get that next week. Uh, so Rekha. Uh, it's terrible. I can't remember the gentleman's name. Uh, Trevor. Trevor. Trevor Schneider, Schneider sent us uh, f- from Reka. Mm-hmm. Sent like yeah. I was gonna wait till the second half. I was gonna have the oh, first the first half brought to you by Mayday. Point. No, well, let's, let's do, do that. We'll stop well, right now. We'll it's stop. already we're, we're 27 minutes in. We'll so. stop right now. We'll get back to that on the way back. <laughs> All right. We'll do 33 minutes on the second end. So when we get back. We'll, tell you we'll talk about the rest of the stuff. I actually did write some topics down too, but we were having so much fun just bullshitting yeah. that we didn't need to. Good thirty minutes right there. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. This I switched from uh, coffee to beer. Mhm. Mhm. Good. Get a little going here. This uh, second segment is brought to you by Ray Kavaka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. <coughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, basically because I told uh because this is how advertising on Share Your Buzz worked works. I say, Hey, if you send us stuff, we'll talk about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we're not getting paid in dollars, so we might <laughs> no. as well get paid in something, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh Trevor and uh Reka were nice enough to uh first of all Trevor was a was an incredible guest. He was an awesome yeah, guy. And uh, we you know, he's we still talk on show. like he still follows all our stuff on Facebook and stuff and we definitely want to have him back on when he's mm-hmm. back in town for sure just to bullshit with him no matter what he's doing. Yeah. But uh Reka was nice enough to send us also, as well like a box of like a giant box of swag. Yeah. So like, like a uh, lot of stuff. Yeah, so we'll be having we'll, we'll have gifts to give to some guests in the mm-hmm. future um, alongside our pine glasses which are still available. Yes. So, uh, but yeah, so thank you very much to Reka. Uh, just to talk a little bit about the product before we, since, you know, they're officially sponsoring, you know, this, uh, the second half. Um, are they officially sponsoring or we just, I think we're, do we, we thrust them into sponsoring well, status? Uh, usually, I mean, you know, uh, you know what? We'll do a little behind the scenes business. Uh, usually advertising is a, goes for like every, thir- like thir- a 30 day spot. Sure. Like you buy a 30 day spot. Uh, now, we don't. Uh, whether it's monetary or otherwise inferred, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and I did tell Trevor that if we, if he's uh, that we would, if somebody sent us some stuff, we would be happy to advertise for them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he bought a thirty-day spot with all the stuff he gave us. Yeah. So uh, I feel like at least the next four shows we get to probably, talk about probably them. more than that with as much stuff as oh, he. Oh, dude. <laughs> so a little. Tiny shot glasses. And Quality of uh, stuff, too. Dude, good stuff, too. Yeah. And a Thor's hammer. We each got a Thor's hammer. Wow. I cannot wait to beat the show somebody with that thing. Dude. 
I mean, I mean, the the, the package says right. it's an ice crusher, but we all it's a fucking it's a goddamn uh, yeah. <laughs> Icelandic Thor hammer, dude. Yeah. It's a goddamn Norse hammer. No, it's a beautiful piece of wood. Yeah, all branded stuff from Reka. Uh, now their swag is not the only thing that's cool though. Their vodka is no, incredible. It's, it's really good. Uh, you want to talk about something that's like floral and fruity? Mm-hmm. It's almost like uh, it's almost like a gin the way that it's that it has such flavor to it, but it's still got that vodka. It's still got the vodka flavor, but mixed with like like enough botanical to make it to make it tasty and the craft flavor that make it not taste like a generic shit. Mm-hmm. Now, if you goes back, guys, go back and listen to that episode, which I highly recommend. It was a funny one. Um, I do remember telling him that. Uh, it's a sipping vodka, in yeah. my opinion. Much like, I mean, you don't want to mix it with. I mean, you can. It would make a wonderful mixer, but. Well, we had some incredible martinis yeah. that night that he made us. From my experience, though, um, you know, it's it's not every day you run across a sipping vodka. Dude. I mean, now you ask Russians and they sip it all, but I'm talking about you know to your average American palate, nobody really wants to and sip vodka. It's like when people order sh- vodka shots at the bar. I'm like. Yeah. It just, oh, why would you do that? Yeah, like, can we just what? But this was a very warm. This was a, and I hope so like connoisseurs out there or even the layman can could understand. Cause, and I'm and I'm neither. I'm like right in the middle. But I hope some, like I hope you guys can understand what I mean by warm. It's a very warm vodka. Like when you sip it, like I can see why they would drink it in cold places. Mm-hmm. But it's because sometimes you drink vodka and it's like, oh, it just tastes like alcohol. Mm-hmm. But this is a very warm, like it's it's you know when you sip on this in a glass, like it like let's say I mean we're we're going into the winter months now, the winter months. I'm sorry, I can't. I talk too fast. Find your snuggle so, buddies. And so we're you know you go into the winter months. Uh, I'm a big. I've I've always been a big advocate for for a spiced rum in the winter time if you don't like bourbon. Yeah. But you know it's winter time, especially in Nashville, generally bourbon time. Yeah. Uh, f- sitting by a fireplace with some scotch or something. But if that's not your thing. And you don't and you don't like those dark um, spiced rums or bourbons or scotches, you get some of this Reka vodka and it's a very warm, pleasant drink to have. Mm-hmm. In the, and but it, and it doesn't give you that that weird alcoholy aftertaste like a like an off like a store bought off the shelf you know like, yeah. like your name brand vodkas. Yeah, so. it's crazy. And it's like being a uh, born and raised whiskey man. Uh, I enjoyed sipping on it. Yeah, <laughs> I was uh, I couldn't. Stop we are pouring. We went through that whole bottle that night. And I couldn't stop pouring. Dude, we have been. We are very sips. lucky to. Uh, and you know what? Like we have other, like we we me, like me and Chris. We 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 hang out with lots of people, and we have lots of. Uh, you know, we get invited to things. I've done a couple of events that I've been invited to, and they were all nice events, and the people people are pleasant. But we tend to gravitate towards. Uh, talking about the things that are really good, so we we stick to our Mayday breweries, and and our Reykjavakas, and uh, I mean I can't say enough. Like we don't just like Mayday because they are a sponsor. We like Mayday because we actually like Mayday's beer. Yeah, and the same thing with, Re- with 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 uh, Reykjavakas. People are great too, man. I love going yeah. up to Mayday Brewery. And it's there are other com- there are other uh, also people um, that we highly recommend that we are wanting to get on the show to be a part of this. Uh, I just want to make sure that we give enough props to the people that actually come on the show and do the thing. Because yeah. we can sit here all day. We we are very lucky to have uh, to have garnered such great um, response to our show and have met such great people. 
Yeah. I, I, the cats down at New Heights were awesome too, man. Yeah, dude. That's everybody. Jackalope. Like, I really enjoyed yeah. their beer. It was a fun podcast. I don't think they well, knew what to do with. Even the people that haven't been on the show yet, like uh, <coughs> you know, like Jason from Question and people mm-hmm. like that, which we're getting ready to set up something. Uh, you know, and we don't just it, we're not just all about the booze. Though, let's give a shout out to Principal Cigars as well, Darren and like uh and them. Dude, I really rec. I you need to come to Steeplechase next year. That shit was a lot of fun. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. And I need, I might need a partner because I don't think Faith will go with me again. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know, um, when Pinocchio goes to the, the, the Pleasure Island and he just like smokes all the cigars and drinks all the booze and like turns into a donkey. Yeah. That's pretty much what happens at Steeplechase. It's just all the cigars and booze you can drink. Yeah. And people and women in uh, amazing hat wear apparently. Lots of hats. And I get to wear it. It's the only time of year I get to wear a pink polo shirt. So. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could wear it all year round, but it's the only time it makes sense to me to wear it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, wear pink, though. I don't care. Well, it's not usually something I would generally wear, but I would. T- I'm not nothing against it. But this leads into another topic. Uh, we were talking a little bit outside about uh, about pants and jackets and how I was. You know, I needed to get some new uh, some new jeans. Not that I need to actually. I just. I'm I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about going old school, man, and going back to like some 501s or maybe some 502s, like the tapered. But like, mm-hmm. I still love my jeans. I still love my my slim fit. And uh, I like right now I'm wearing my Levi's, but they're like my going out jeans. They're like tailored. They like. Yeah. But I I want like a good old pair of like regular old Levi house jeans that I can just throw on and wear anywhere. Wear with a pair of chucks. Yeah, dude. You know I've been wanting to get a pair of overalls. Oh, dude. I've been wanting to bring that, you know, into a mainstream fashion again, at least for me. <laughs> I well, just feel like I could pull them off. You know what I mean? I had a moment the other night that changed my life. And uh, everybody makes fun of me for, uh, you know, like, not makes fun of me, but everybody, like, will point out, like, the, you know, the, especially the last couple of summers, you know, for being skinny or being small or whatever. And I've been trying to... Uh, I, it it means a lot to me to stay in shape because I I don't know it's I so pr- I sh- I shouldn't put as much into self image as I do and not that I'm not that I'm uh, like vain or care about that when it comes to other people mm-hmm. but I have a thing with myself about I don't feel good unless I unless I I don't know like I I, I don't know like, like fitness is a big thing to me yeah, yeah. so but I but don't walk around with a beer belly like you I do. you. Uh, you get um, you get older. You get lazy. You get a girlfriend. You get lazy. You mm-hmm. eat a lot, a lot more. You do. You cheat a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, and I've been complaining about it for a couple of months now, but it's finally come to a head, dude. I went to. I was at the store the other night. I was at Target, the finest of designer places. Oh yeah. And uh, they have like these old man trousers, but th- but they're like slim fit. But yeah. they're like corduroy and like like they're like yeah, cool yeah, and they're fucking yeah. they're awesome, dude. And because they're comfortable as hell. And you can put them on. They go with a lot of stuff, and they're old school. So you can wear them with like a T-shirt, or you can wear them with like a nice button-down and do like the old man style. So I tried them on. I got the size I usually am, which is a 28. And I went to the changing room, and uh, was, uh, yeah, it it was the it, the muffin wasn't full effect, dude. It was like first of all, I, you know that. When you zip them up and you automatically feel like it's not gonna work, yeah, you're like before you even before go you even the, grab the button, the button yeah. you're like yeah. ah this yeah this is this oh, is gonna yeah. be bad. So then you do like the suck it in, and usually even if you suck it in, you can like fake it, but there was no fake in this dude. It was like straight up squishing yeah. everything around it. 
It looked like um, like a Play-Doh factory. <laughs> it was like like squished. Oh, dude. I told you I fluctuate, you know, five pounds give or take from month to month, and I definitely am on a bit of a heavier five pound swing at the moment. But even now, though, a little bit of beer belly, I still buy the right size for me because mm-hmm. I refuse to go up to that 33. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like fuck it, I'm a 32, damn it, and I'm gonna stay there. And I buy them anyways with the intention that knowing that I can, you know. That's my real size. You know, if I were just in shape, I buy them anyways. I'm like, fuck it, I'll make it work. Faith said that to me. She was like, just get, she's like, you're a 30 now, just get a 30. And I was like, no, I refuse. Mm-hmm. Because if I get a 30, that's giving in. That means that mm-hmm. then, then what next? Then five years from now, I'll be like, well, I guess I'm 30. a 32 now. Yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, it just keeps on going. It's like for me, I know the next, you know, I could probably pull off a 34. You know what I mean? Or definitely a 33. But I refuse. I just feel like, you know what? I'm just going to get my 32, and I'll just so, fucking not, you know, get fat. <laughs> so at what age it usually is, is there an age that, like, like are you are you in the vein where you're going to keep, are you going to, you want to keep this forever? Or, like, is there an age where you're like, you know, when I get to this point, I'm yeah. just going to give up? Because I feel like there's an age for me. I feel like when I hit 50, I'm going to just eat whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. For me, I definitely feel like I'm trying to stay where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be at 32 the rest of my life. I know it's not realistic. Um uh, but I mean, I'm not. But I'm not. I personally don't. I know I'm not at the age where I'm ready to give up. You know, and just get fat. I wish I could, but Dude, it definitely. You got to see some results. Like yeah. there's a, um. There's a thing like the, it's definitely a headspace, because I you know you, you you get comfortable. You're like, oh, well, I I can still fit in my clothes. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever. I in, in, and sometimes like you you see a picture where you look good. Like oh, with, with a shirt on, I still look the same. Yeah, yeah. But then you notice, especially in the summertime, where you're like, oh, fuck, like that. This, yeah. you know, it's it's not that you've lost, it's not that you look horrible, but you look, but like the, the first thing to start is like the, the pudginess. Love, the and, love and, handles and the, yeah. yeah, that's me. And I'm an awkwardly fat person. I don't gain weight anywhere except for <laughs> on my stomach. So Awkwardly fat? Yeah, I, my only, I mean, you know, some people when they get fat, they get fat all, all around. And it's more proportionate. Uh, See, I don't gain weight on my arms or my fucking legs. So, <laughs> I mean, I, get, I don't get fat. My, there's no fat on my legs or arms. You know what I mean? So it's all around my stomach. So just, when I get fat, I just get a fucking little, pot belly. Oh, see, so you're the guy with like wearing the skinny jeans, but like the big old pot belly. Yeah, that's why I can't get fat. I don't get fat all the way around. It just goes right to my stomach and love handles. That's funny. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that that's I got a ghetto suck. booty too, actually. See, yeah, I wish I had. I, I, I have no ass. Oh, I, I have no ass either, but I mean, I have a decent ass, but it's definitely not an ass. But I mean, uh, I've been known if I get a little, little pudgy in the belly, I put on a little bit of weight in the butt, and that's about it. So, dude, um, I had something happen to me. Uh, I think it was. I forget where it was that this happened, but I have this this thing. I am s- I'm done with people not locking doors and bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Like I used, I mean, you know how like w- when I was a when I was a younger man, I walked. I would uh, y- you go to a bathroom, you you ma- you think maybe like especially in a public place you've never been to before, mm-hmm. you're like I don't know if this is a um a, like a a multi stall room or a one stall room. Now usually. 
if it's a pull door, it's yeah. a multi-stall. Uh-huh. If it's a if it's a, if it's a knob, a it's usually out, a yeah. one stall. Yeah. But you open the door, and sure enough, it turns out to be a one stall, and someone's in there. Yeah. I used to get embarrassed for myself. Oh, sorry, sorry. Now I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. If you don't lock the door, you kind of want to be walked in on. Yeah. Like, who doesn't lock the door in the fucking bathroom? Yeah. Like, so I'm like, I'm taking a new stance. Like, I feel like. Now on, when I walk into a bathroom and I open the door and there's someone there, I'm gonna yeah. like I'm gonna take a couple of beats, yeah, and just yeah. look and be like, I walked in with somebody the other. Uh, what was I at? Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. It was at a small bar that had a one, you know, twist mm-hmm. knob. I think it was when I went to go play cornhole at uh, Carl's. Okay. Little uh-huh. old, uh, old uh, man uh, bar I was telling you about. Which I've yet to be to. I mean, well, I, I like it. It's we should great. start going because we're yeah. officially like 30 yeah. year old old men. Yeah, it was uh, it's a cool spot. I mean, I think the median age is probably fifty-five. You know, in the fifties, maybe late forties to mid fifties is probably the medium age in there, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. Uh, but yeah, it's cool, man. I mean, and there's nobody fucking with you. There's no hips. Of course, last time we I did, I saw a couple of hipsters there because they're starting to catch on. Probably. Well, because old is becoming cool now. Yeah, cheap beers and shit. You know, it's like. Then all the fucking cool kids find out they can get a, a two dollar beer. Next thing you know, it's packed out and they raise the prices. You know, it's like fucking mm-hmm. shit. And it's a smoking bar, which you know I love. But, yeah. Uh, Not yeah it's a karaoke that. bar. <laughs> you know, dude, that that made me so mad. I think I said this before, but even when I when I went to uh, up north to like small town Illinois with Faith a couple of was last month, dude, all the bars up there offer like two dollar, like. Uh, Buds and Millers and Coors, like, mm-hmm. all day long. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? You, uh, why am I paying $8 for a goddamn Coors Light? Yeah. In Nashville? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's like it's like Santa's Pub. And he went up on his prices. Now, he's still cheaper than just about anybody. Yeah. Now, it's $3 a beer. When well, it used to be $2 for a domestic, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, still, though, $3 for a beer is cheaper than just about any fucking where else. It so, is, man. It's like they, you know? it's like when you do, like, the gas stations do that thing where they raise their prices really high and then drop it down a little bit, but it's still higher than what it was, so you yeah. think it's good. Yeah. But, man, it's, why am I paying, you know, and then, but you don't want to be the dick that's like, oh, $3 for a Bud Light's too much. Mm-hmm. But it fucking is, man. Like, like And, and yeah. traditionally, draft was always supposed to be cheaper than bottles mm-hmm. then nobody does that anymore yeah because you're getting you're paying less for a keg of bud light than you are yeah. for a beer a bottle of beer mm-hmm. so why am i paying the same price for a bottle as i am for a fucking draft yeah, i don't know it's yeah they make money on those bottles of i'm sure <clears throat> sometimes i'll go to these bars and i'm on my way out and i'll look in the trash can and it'll be filled to the brim with cl- glass beer bottles i'm thinking fucks up with all that glass yeah. you, I, mean, I, I just wonder how much glass goes in the landfill because people drink beer in bottle you know what we don't see much anymore of and it's probably a good thing but it's one of the things that came out of being a, a child of the 80s when nobody gave a fuck about pollution sea glass oh yeah remember sea glass dude like just beer bottle I remember walking along the beach when I was a kid not not even so much in Florida where I grew up, but um, when I was real little, mm-hmm. when I when I was uh, when I was born in upstate New York, we used to uh, go down to the beaches in Connecticut, mm-hmm. and just beer bottles would get washed along by the shore yeah. and turn into like that fuzzy, you know, that s- sea glass. Yeah, and I that was a staple of my childhood. Yeah, there's a couple beaches in California that have a lot of sea glass. Like really? people go collecting it. You know, it's like real pretty, but it's mm. like pieces of glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That have been polished down, yeah. and rounded, smooth. You know. Yeah. Man, 
I mean, it's a, it's a good thing that we don't see that, but <laughs> but, but, yeah. but it is a staple of our of the '80s childhood that we don't see anymore. Well, if you think about it, that polished glass that rounded, I mean, it's no different than a rock or something, you know, to me. But well, I don't know what our rocks got to do with this. Well, it's mixed <laughs> in with the rocks and the sand and a, yeah. a rock or a man. <laughs> uh, Kuwait. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Hold yeah, <laughs> you fucking dad joke. <laughs> So, I um, have to not get so drunk during football. Yeah, we got pretty drunk <laughs> last week. Well, of course, you already had, like you were telling your October story, October festival. Yes. And then after that, you met me at Crow's Nest. Dude, that's where... the Titans get their face caved in. And Jags, too. Yep. Two weeks in a row now, yeah. dude. What the fucking? I, I don't want like, I don't want to talk too much about like sports that have happened before because obviously this is gonna come out two weeks after this. But yeah, we started off so good, mm-hmm. and then we just you guys started our losing streak. Yeah, we started off pretty good too, but you guys were picked to be like you know, AFC South champs mm-hmm. and gonna go to the Super Bowl. And How do we shit. beat the Patriots and then lose to the Tex or to the Titans and the Cowboys? Well, Titans are they played you pretty good. We always have a hard time with those individual games, though. We we play the Texans this week, so let's let's see what happens. Yeah. By the time you hear this, it'll already have happened. So hopefully, I'm not. Yeah, hopefully it'll be good news for you. But yeah, dude. So if I had my way, you'd both lose, but that wouldn't be. Yeah. Is that way? Two weeks ago, well, there have been lots of ties this year. Yeah. So two weeks, dude. The last two Sundays, I need to stop. Like I I've I've been. So I've been working so much that I've been using Sunday as my football day and my, like, get loose day. Yeah. So I go hard, mm-hmm. and then I forget that, like, to be a human. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. so, like, yeah, I will... Most people will, like, clean their house and do normal shit on Sunday. Dude, it's so easy, especially... Okay, so I go to two places for football, and uh, um, if I... If you want to be the only place we talk about, you can go ahead and sponsor us. But sure. uh, I go to Double Dogs or Crow's Nest. Mm-hmm. Now, Double, Double Dogs, Dogs is a shit show. Double Dogs is not, I guess, a shit show for for as adults. Far as, like, as far as, like, for... How many fucking people are in there? There's a lot of people. In the standing room. Like, and there's a, if you get there late. But you know what? I take umbrage with that because I get there at 11 o'clock in the morning. I hold my spot at the bar. If you show up at noon and you and you're to get a table for the noon game... No, you're shit out of luck, dude. You don't stand in front of the TV. Well, I'm like, the one that always shows up at noon after you guys. You guys get there, and dude. Try to save a seat for me. Don't be standing. Don't stand up in in front of the TV if you get there late. That's not cool. Because sure enough, I get there at 11 o'clock in the morning. I woke my ass up early. I already had my fucking coffee. Fought with my girlfriend about football. <laughs> got in the fucking Uber. Lift uh, Uber the Uber there. Lifted there. Fucking ordered my food. Got my fucking Bloody Mary, sat there for an hour before the game came on just so I can see the game, and then sure enough, somebody with a top hat and a fucking Dracula cape comes and stands in front of me, and I can't see shit <laughs> the whole fucking time. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, you know, and I think if I remember correctly, the way that bar's set up, there's actually no TVs behind the bar where you can sit at the bar and look up at them, right? Because they're behind. There's one on each corner. There's of the one bar. on each corner, but they only show, like, the Titans. Or yeah, but there's not one that's, you know, like, you know, a lot of No, because it's open behind. Because it's a round bar type yeah, thing. It's open it's, in the middle. And it's open yeah. in the middle. And there's so you're like just glass. stare. Yeah. There's a, oh, you know what I love, though? I love that thing where, especially in a place where there's, there's TVs everywhere, mm-hmm. and you can, I love that thing where you're um you're looking at a TV but then someone's standing, 
and so it looks like you're staring at them the whole fucking time. And they're kind of like, the and they're kind of looking at you, and you're, yeah. and but, as, I, I figure at, at a sports bar you gotta know what's happening. But that's still, why I just keep looking awkward. past them. I'm just like, I know that you're looking at me, but I'm not looking at you. I'm looking past you. I'm not gonna make this awkward. <laughs> I kind of want to make it awkward. Like I want <laughs> if, if if I know somebody's looking at a game <coughs> behind me, mm-hmm. I just want to stare at them like they're looking at me. Like what, bro? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you staring at, man? Get your own nachos. <laughs> right. And then, but dude, Double Dogs has those giant beers, and the problem is they're, they're not that e- they're not that expensive, mm-hmm. and they're ice cold. Oh, and they have Oktoberfest, um, which is my favorite beer, and it's really fucking hard to not fucking be watching the game and drink those down. Next yeah. thing you know, with all the commotion going on and the beer drinking, it's hard to actually pay attention to a game when there's so much commotion. Yeah, I remember last time we went there. I just went that one time. I guess, fuck, five weeks. It's opening season. It was the opening week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember I got there and I had that big-ass Bloody Mary with the bacon and shit in mm-hmm. it, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. I ate the fuck out of that bacon on that thing. Uh, excuse me. Um, but I remember, you know, I'm sitting there drinking those beers. And, uh, excuse me, I've had like five or four. I've had mm-hmm. several, you know. And I'm standing there watching the game. And I remember thinking, you know how you start to get that hangover while you're still drinking? <laughs> and I started getting one of those when I was there, and I had to get the fuck out. Like, my head started hurting. I guess it was, like, not enough food. You know how you drink real yeah. fast? If you drink four or five beers real fast on an empty stomach. It feels great. You get a, catch a buzz really fast, but then, like, that fucking headache starts sinking well, man, in. This yeah. goes back to what we talked about in the first segment about um, still wanting to party, but wanting to party like an adult yeah. kind of thing. Like... Last weekend, we went to Crow's Nest to watch the game. Now, Crow's Nest, I believe, uh, is a little bit more comfortable, better food, but they didn't have the Oktoberfest beer, which they usually always fucking have. Mm-hmm. So that was already a strikeout for me. They, they didn't have my, the beer that I like, which they every other year they fucking had. Yeah. And the TVs are not placed strategically where everybody can see every game. In Double Dogs, everything is on, like, a couple of walls. So everything, no yeah, matter where you're huge sitting, wall, nothing. But yeah, two, two, two walls. So you can be, TV. you can be watching different games and not be, but like in in Crow's Nest, we have to strategically sit in a place where we can yeah, all see you the game. Yeah, like, or turn your chair, you know. Yeah. And now the food was better. The food was uh, the nachos. I was say, I, d- I didn't, I don't really, I didn't care for the food I had there no? Sunday. It was okay. I could tell it was definitely frozen food that was, you know, just fried mm-hmm. for a minute. But well, I, I guess I, sh- I shouldn't I say the, the food is better. I didn't the, get nachos the nachos were better. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get the nachos. Of course, I've never. Only thing I've ever had at, at Double Dogs is there's chicken tenders. Dude, that's the go-to. And they were good. They I were strayed really good. last weekend and got the nachos, and I should have just stuck with. You know, you, everybody knows you get the ch- you get the tenders and fries. Yeah. That's what you get. Yeah, that was really good. And but I will tell you what, man. Uh, I w- at Crow's Nest. Now it was it was awesome because me, you, and Kyle were hanging out, and it was a guy. Like if you're going to hang out with a, like a family or like just some bros on a quiet day, like I get it. But on football, I kind of liked the pomp and circumstance and mm-hmm. like the party, and it was it was a little bit dead in there. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, I kind of that's the first time I've ever seen Crow's Nest like that. Yeah. It, yeah, me too. Was it the rain that scared people? Maybe it was, but it was I was dead like, on both floors. I was like, man, I kind of wish I was at Double Dogs now, where there's yeah. a little bit more action going yeah, on. At least something to look at, you know. Because even when Some Double Crazy People, well, even when uh, remember that, I think it was when you were there, when you were there, when we when the uh, the storm was coming through, 
Yeah. And the, the actual the satellites went out and oh, everything. Yeah, but, like, and but there's like, like but there's like a camaraderie to like you know being yeah. busy, and when there was no now, I don't want to do like an all day crazy party, but I do like little spurts of party. Mm-hmm. So that's like that's where like the adultness. You know, like I don't want to go to a club all night, but if I was going to like a carnival or like a all night, like like a like I like Latin culture because Latin culture does this. They they have like adult late night parties where it's like we're we're going to party into the night, but we also know that we have to get up and go to work in the morning, so we're not going to get too fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going to a club downtown. Yeah. I, I Are there any clubs left? <laughs> I didn't know. I don't know. I, Nashville didn't really have clubs anymore. I well, guess there well, might be one or two downtown. Where I grew up in Orlando, there was mostly clubs. Well, I remember when I first started going downtown, 16, 17, there were a lot of clubs, like booty dancing clubs, but oh, it you take shake long that. for them to get ran off. Now it's just all saloons, you know. Which yeah. I mean, there have always been which, saloons down there, but. Well, now it's just, I mean, especially if you go down 2nd Avenue, mm-hmm. it's just clubs masquerading as saloons because yeah. it's they're pretty much dance clubs at night. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I first came here about ten years ago, on vacation, before I moved here, there was when when the, when moving here was not even a fucking thing. I was in my mind. It was just like I was coming. I came here for fucking CMA Fest. Yeah. And there were still, there was like a couple of clubs. There's like a tequila bar downtown. Mm-hmm. There was like a couple of like offshoot, like actual clubs. Yeah. What's that one club that was around here forever? There was a Grand place Central Station. Yeah. Was that yep. here? It was like a three-story mm-hmm. club. Actually, never went to that one, but I went there. I went to Grand Central. Also, um, was it Grand Central? Graham Central. Graham. Graham. I remember. I, I remember that. Wow. Actually, I forgot about it until you just said something about it. Yeah. But when I first moved here, there was um, Cadillac Ranch downtown, oh, yeah. which then became Tequila Cowboy, which yeah. then became Jason Aldean's. Yeah. But Cadillac Ranch had an upstairs little offshoot section that wasn't a booty club mm-hmm yeah they had a booty club upstairs and they had they had a rock and roll room which you don't see anymore and then they had the karaoke mm-hmm. and then the big room with the like the actual room. Cadillac up there yeah that's cool good spot buddy Josh used to work there uh, did old old Whitfield work there oh yeah so um Today I was listening to the radio, and "Runaway Train" by Soul Asylum came on. Oh yeah, shit! And we Classic. got me and one of my buddies at work got to talking about, hey man, like what you know how, like people. Well, actually, I said, hey man, this song is playing on my headphones right now, and he's like, oh man, whatever happened to that band? And that got me thinking. You know what's funny? Like people always say, like, oh man, whatever happened to that band? Mm-hmm. And the worst thing for that band or the most funniest thing for a fan is when you when people are like, oh, man, whatever happened to that band? I haven't heard from them forever. They haven't done anything. And then you look them up on Spotify, and they dropped an album last year. Yeah. It's just nobody fucking knew about yeah. it. And they've, yeah, they've dropped like five albums since <laughs> yeah. that one. Yeah. There's a lot of bands like that. And you know what's funny? Sometimes I'll go through, and I'll, I'll like, man, I remember that band. Let me check out. So I'll listen to the album that I had or listened to back uh-huh. in the day. And they're like, all right, well, let me check out their new shit, you know, just for shits and gigs. And it's usually terrible. Dude, you know, you know who fucked me on that? Hard. Eve Six. Oh, Eve yeah. Six was a dope-ass fucking they band. Yeah, yeah. They were like a California grunge band. Mm-hmm. And then 
Now their new stuff is not. Their new stuff is not terrible, but it's not anything like their old shit. Yeah. Like they went from being a fucking grunge band to being totally pop. Yeah. So, and it, I mean, if you're into that, if you're a fan of the band, it's great. Yeah. But, and some people have gone opposite. Look at somebody like Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. gone from being pop to actually being fucking soulful. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know who actually did that? Which, uh, make fun of me if you want. Uh, Hanson. Hanson oh, went yeah. from being like a poppy boy fucking band to actually making some cool like rock and roll tracks. Yeah, that's what I hear. I, I haven't really listened to it, but yeah, I know they got all they got all rock and roll matured up. Yeah, they got kids and shit. Now. And they shit. still look like kids. I always thought the singer was a girl the first time I saw him. <laughs> I did. I was like, that's a cute little girl. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a boy. Fuck. Awkward. <laughs> oh, look like a kid. Too. They look. He looked like a little girl. See who else had some? Who's making some? Good, who made some good records? Silverchair. That's you remember that? Silverchair, I do. They had that song "Frog," that Frog Stomp album. Um, I, it's uh, I vaguely remember. Hey Google, I, play Silverchair. Uh, but they ended up still making records. Remember this one? Dum dum. Oh yeah. You Oh, this is part of that R era. Yeah. But anyways, they uh he ended up being a huge fucking star, the singer or whatever. Uh but they still made records. But apparently even the records, especially the last one they made, went like triple platinum. It still sells a shit ton of records no all shit. around the world. Just not in America. You know mm. what I'm saying? But they changed their sound a little bit, it's more sophisticated, but they're still rock, you know. But uh, it's funny how some of those bands are still popular. We forget well, that they're an Australian band, and like they're still huge in Australia. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and, you, and you can't you can't fade these um like these old school like '90s or 2000s like rock bands that they might have been like they might have been come and go whatever, but they they didn't have a fair shot because at that point in time everybody was commercial rock everybody was like stadium everybody was getting bit up bought up on 360 deals and all that shit mm. so they almost didn't have a fair shot but there if you if you um like was if you take all the music if you were actually able to like sift through it there's actually some really good music that came out in the late 90s early 2000s that it just it, it just it just didn't all come from one band. There wasn't like one band who put on like a great fucking album. It was like a track here, a track there from a lot of different bands. Well, it's like Smashing Pumpkins is still putting out records, but nobody's listening to that shit anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? I have you know, it's like I haven't heard a single from them in a while. You know what I mean? It's just, well, what about that version? Still putting out records though. What about that version of music where uh, it might not even be something that's good, but it means something to you, so you mm. like it? You yeah. know, like all of that. It's all of pleasure, the, almost. Yeah, dude. It's. But it, it's, it means, like, you don't, you didn't like it when it came out, but mm-hmm. now you hear it and you're like, oh. You know what that is for me? What's it's that? Huey Lewis in the News. Really? Yeah. I remember growing up and, like, you heard those songs on the radio. I kind of liked them back then, but I remember, I felt like it was, like, lobby music almost, or hospital waiting room kind of, you know. See, my. Bam, bam, dun, bam, bam. You know, but it's like, are we recording still? Oh, yeah, yeah we're still recording. But, uh. But what's funny is I've gone back and listened to the records. I'm like, fuck, these are good records, man. Those two records they had were like the three records. I was like, shit, not bad. It's good tunes on there. Well, you know what's for me is uh, that like early 2000s rock music. 
like the stuff everybody makes fun of. N- not even emo-ish. Like emo was a little bit after me. That oh, was like no, more no. of my daughter. I'm talking like, like Godsmack, uh, Seven Dust, yes, yes. Uh, Shinedown. Mm-hmm. That yeah. those are my guilty pleasure mm-hmm. things. Uh, yeah. yeah, some of that shit's kind of Offspring. But Godsmack had some good songs. They were pretty rocking. Yeah, that's what Offspring. That, yeah, that, that's what I mean, like. dude. Like if you if you sift through the generic shit, there was actually some good music that came out of it. Yeah. Avenge Sevenfold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was that something Fist Punch or something? Or oh, Five Finger Death Punch. That yeah, was a little yeah, bit after I got out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same vein, though, you know. Yeah, it was all in that. It was all in that. Uh, uh, what was the um? Creed? Buck Cherry. Buck Cherry. Yeah. Buck Cherry. See, I never liked Creed, dude, because that that either. was the dude. That was the, the, that's her, the her, that's, her. and that's the guy that ruined it for everyone. He ruined a particular. I feel like that band ruined a particular. Rob Thomas and uh, yeah. Matchbox Twenty, and then uh, Nickelback, dude. Say what you want about Nickelback, I don't give a fuck. If Nickelback would have come out twenty years later, yeah. they would have been. I mean, they were already a sustaination. Like, like you can't argue with fucking sold out stadium shows. But if yeah, they would have be touring American, if soon, if Nickelback would have come out. Um, like five years ago, they would have been like a pop country act. Cause look at all those guys, like yeah. Brantley Gilbert and all those dudes. They were just emulating. Cause uh, Nickelback was just too melodic for their for that style of grunge music. They were like they were they were actually making good like lyrical and melody and melodic songs. Mm-hmm. But back then, it was all about being the being fucking hardcore and being yeah. grungy, and nobody wanted yeah. to hear fucking actually good music. Yeah, plus that dude's just ugly as fuck. Really? Uh, Chad Kroger? Yeah. I mean, if your last name is, you know, know, if if I start a rock band, I'm going to be Tony Publix. (laughs) There you go, right? I'll be uh, Trader Chris. (laughs) Trader Trader Chris? (laughs) 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 Oh, you're all bougie and shit. Fuck. Uh, I think you just named the show, by the way. Uh, yeah, it's funny. I remember I did this three-week stint out in East Tennessee doing some surveying on like the side of this mountain, and I was with this dude, and I was had to ride with him all the time, so I was basically stuck. You know, I was with him all day with these guys, you know, and they loved that fucking Nickelback, and they played it nonstop, you know, and I just like I can't stand this shit. No, anymore, you know, it's just bad, just corny, man. Plus, I got I got made to go see one of their shows one time. I was dating this girl, and. Uh, don't ask me why she ended up wanting to go. Oh, her roommate at the time really wanted to go. She liked the band because the girl's day was she was too cool for it at the time, you know. But I'm not saying I know you love Nickelback, but I'm saying yeah, <laughs> it didn't take long. It didn't take long for them to already start having backlash. You know yeah. what I mean? And I remember thinking this is when they were at the height of their popularity. I was like, fuck, I, there's no way I'm going to this concert. Of course, you know I end up going. Mm-hmm, but funny, mm-hmm. oddly enough, I ended up dragging Adam out to the show. I was like, dude, you got to go to this fucking show with me. It's a free ticket. We got it. But I remember they had the pyrotechnics and all that shit. Oh Every yeah, time dude. Sh- it yeah. was like, <laughs> it was funny. hell yeah. Well, somebody was talking today at work. Ah uh, oh, shit, I can't really tell the story without busting out what I where I work. But fuck, there was there was somebody that was uh talking about uh reminiscing about the band scorpion oh yeah and like about how like so people that were like people that maybe were older like in the in the early 2000s people that were our age now back then 
we're probably talking about all the 80s guilty pleasures mm-hmm. and here we are talking about like the 2000s guilty pleasures yeah. so it's kind of funny just to see how it all kind of works out yeah but i got to then so somebody told me a story today about scorpion and uh, i can't really tell the story without busting too much out but for, so for the rest of the day every time i walked by that person i was just like here i am yeah 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 that's <laughs> funny there's some good, good, good metal back in the days. But there's a lot of people that work. There happen to be a lot of people at my job that are old, retired um, musicians. musicians yeah. and you, they're still holding the torch a little bit, the fucking long, long hair. You know, There's a certain age as a man where it's like, unless you're just a hippie, you need to cut that hair off. You know, like. Well, I, told, I think I told you when I went to NAM this year. Yeah. I, old heads. Dude, I was, well, I was walking into the men's bathroom and I had a laugh because. Every, it was one of those things. Every old rocker dude kind of looks like an old rocker chick too. <laughs> they yeah. all kind of meld to the same like, yeah. and like an old biker rocker dude and an old biker rocker chick have the same look exactly the same. Same fashion. They all right? meld. The same fashion. They both have long hair, kind of a little bit too like their skin's a little bit old from either being in the sun or being like a little bit too hardcore, hard living. Yeah. They kind of look like they both look like. Like an old rocker, old rocker people look like the the tales from the crypt. Like, yeah. I can, wait. <laughs> <laughs> What's that like? Is that the noise he made? <laughs> he popped up out of that. I closet. mean, it is October. I wish I could find some of that. Yeah, Dude, tales, crypt, tales from the crypt show. and Ray Bradbury Theater. I used to watch that was that the show. shit back in the day. What was that other one? It was. Another creepy show like that it was mystery something mysteries from the. I don't like know, but 80s shows. Dude, you know what? You just reminded me of something, though. You know what's popular right now? And I know it's... I, I'm i not usually one to jump on bandwagons, but it's really popular in culture right now, and I feel like we should do it just for the hell of it. Like, what if we get a comedian friend of ours, like maybe like Will Hoyer or somebody like that, to come by, and then we we do an audio commentary. Like, 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 like what if we Mystery Science Theater 3000, like mm-hmm. some fucking movie? But we do like, and because that's getting people are like podcasts are doing that now, mm-hmm. where and I'm kind of like I'm 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 breaking the fourth wall right now. But fuck it, like people, like a lot of podcasts will do something where like, hey, if you start our podcast at the beginning of this movie, you'll hear us doing commentary to this movie, and yeah, you can yeah. you can play us along with it. Like it would be cool if we got like a uh, like one of our comedian friends to come in and yeah. we just and we just bullshitted about some fucking random movie. That'd be fun. You know, maybe not for the whole two hour movie, but maybe like the first half or something like that. Yeah, I had a buddy that was wanting to do a podcast. He's going to start a podcast. Like, a couple of buddies that were doing that for a little while. But what's funny, they just ended up all getting drunk and just watching the movie and, like, mm-hmm. not recording. Or it just didn't work out for yeah, them. Yeah. They didn't quite have enough structure to, to make it go, you know? Actually do something. And I think it, there's, it was two, yeah, of all the three people on, that were on that, going to be on that show, two of them were definitely. Well, you know what the key is, man? The key is you got to watch the movie with no sound. Because if there's sound, you'll get too into the movie. Mm-hmm. You have to just look at pictures and make fun of the pictures, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. What fun. got me thinking about that was that I was listening to another podcast earlier this week who interviewed the new host of the new Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mm. I forget his name off the top of my head. Yeah. But they're like, they brought it back. Yeah. and There's a girl on the show now, too, I think. Is there? Yeah, I think there's a couple of them. Man, and both the old and the new are on Netflix. Yeah. And so... 
I highly recommend. My dad was a huge fan of that show Dude, when I was I growing up. We show. used to sit around and watch that. I didn't get it at first when I was really young. Then I went back and started watching it as I got older. It's like, okay, this is fucking yeah, hilarious, dude. you know. Well, especially this time of year because there's like, they do a lot of horror, well, like, spoof, like they just watch horror those, movies in general. Yeah, they uh, watch a lot of corny ass horror movies. And I'm not fun. a big, I'm not a like, I'm not a horror fan. Uh, I guess that's I I am a horror fan, but I, but I scare easily, so I don't like too much of the real shit. But I will like to watch old school horror movies and yeah. make fun of them because I think it's fucking hilarious. Speaking of real shit, I was watching this documentary on, um, was it? Yeah, it was on Netflix the other day, uh, and it's it's about real horror, like haunted houses, like the people do. There's a new thing out now where it's like uh, more realistic haunted houses. Dude, I think I know what you're talking and about. And essentially, they're allowed to fucking torture yeah. you and fucking... People sign a waiver and you shit? You have to sign a waiver. Fuck And it's that. like $100 or maybe more yeah. to get in well, there. And like, you're like, they fuck They'll you actually up. fuck with you. Like, they'll throw you in a coffin and, like, throw vomit on you. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Or if you puke, they'll fucking pick your puke up off the ground and put it back in your mouth kind yeah. of shit. Like, and they torture you and terrorize you. Dude, that... Oh, dude, uh, I... Dude, why would... More realistic. that, dude. My fucking... God damn, I'd dude. just be afraid. I mean, I, saw, I watched, they were showing video clips of people just freaking the fuck out. Like, genuine you, horror on their face. They're having, dude, like, seizures yeah, and shit. They're like, like, they, like, chain you up, lock you up, and, mm-hmm. like, they make you sign all kinds of waivers about, about shit. And, mm-hmm. dude, but, like, they actually literally fucking torture you. Like, not to yeah. the point of pain, but, like, they scare the shit out of you. Yeah. Like, it, it's actually fucking happening. Like some fucking Dexter shit. Like you're running through the fucking House of Horrors. Like some fucking. Uh, and you're in there for a long period HD of time, homes you know. Or whatever it is. And you can't wear good clothes because you're gonna come out fucked up. Dude, okay, if you want that to happen, you seriously have no anxiety in your life. Like you have no fear in your life that you need to create fear like that. Yeah. Like my whole life, like if you get in, like if you were able to see inside of my head, it's all fucking fear. Yeah. It's all scary as <laughs> shit. Like it's all, it's a fucking tapestry of nightmares in there. Scary in there, bro. It's fucking. Like I have, I, if I'm, I'm not gonna pay somebody. I can just yeah. close my eyes. Oh shit, I'm scared. You know, what? I was just thinking. I, I, I would be. I'd feel like, I know me. I feel like I would be that one motherfucker to snap, and just start defending start myself. People. Yeah, yeah, and just start like, you know, thinking this is real, and fucking start defending myself, and start laying what was people that out, fucking... you know, and grabbing knives from people and shit. And like, yeah, dude, what was that movie back in the day where like they, like the, uh, like. So the something game or games like well, like there was a famous movie back in the day. I think there was a famous actor in it too. Where, um, I'm not a big movie guy, but like where you like rich people pay to um, make themselves a part of a game, but they don't know that it's whether it, when the game has started or when it's over. So you fucking yeah. Like, There's a newer v- version of a movie like that out too. So you don't really know what's real and what's not real. Yeah. And yeah, that's crazy. Kind of based on that, there was a comedy, The Game Night, that came out recently with uh, Jason Bateman mm-hmm. and, uh, oh, my super sexy crush, oh, what's her face? Rachel McAdams. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, she's so hot. Uh, but, yeah, it's like a comedy. But uh, So this guy's rich brother, you know, wants to up, up like up the game night. Cause he, he, mm-hmm. It's like that, you know, this couple met, but had some trivia thing or something in there. They fell in love because they're huge competitors, you know. And the brother 
course, there's resentment between the two brothers, but the one brother who's more successful and rich wants to, like, step up game night, and they all come over to his house, and he sets up a game like that where you get kidnapped and shit and all this stuff, but it ends up being real. And, like, and they just don't know that it's real, and they still mm-hmm. think it's fake, you know? Like, so they're just, you know, dumbifying their way through the situation, mm-hmm. you know, thinking it's, like, ignorance is bliss, you know? It's funny. It's a cute yeah, movie. Yeah, fuck that, dude. I got no, uh, I got no desire to be, um, <laughs> like, uh, you know, wouldn't be in that situation. Playfully scared, like, there's no playfully scared for me. Like, that's an oxymoron. Like, I just want to, yeah. I just want to. Uh, Apparently, there's like a backlash. I was in this interview. They were in this movie. They were talking about. There's a lot of people that feel like it needs to be regulated somehow. You know. Well, we we live in a time. And we're almost, I mean, we're out of time tonight, but let's like, just want, like, we've got an interesting topic here. We live in a time where there's, everybody's in their heads, mm-hmm. and there's so much, um, like, self, there's so much introspection going on, so much, like, self-diagnosis of, like, mental things, so much, everybody's, like, everybody, like, the, the whole, like, idea of mental health has become such a broad, uh, a, a um, ubiquitous topic that now... Uh, we're all kind of in our heads, so whatever, whatever we kind of, whatever the individual kind of perceives as reality now could be reality. I mean, we live in a place where Donald Trump is president, yeah. So like, reality is is subjective, and True. it's fucking weird. Mm. This is the first era I think where we are all so inside of our head that reality is being subjective. Now we think it's weird, but what if this is how it's actually supposed to be, and we actually can cre- all create our own realities? And this is like our next step of evolution, where our where we've we're actually becoming closer as a, as a species because we're now we've realized that chaos there's a unity in chaos, mm-hmm. and we all are thinking separate things, but we're not. We're all actually way more fucking alike than we think we are it's to me it's like the example is it's like you know people are always separated to you know each one to get their own until something crazy happens it always takes some fucking tragedy or some crazy shit for people to get together you know hey that's it 9-11 and all that shit aliens come will smith will fucking save us all yes he'll probably be there he'd be one of the guys saving folks Let's get out here and go get some lottery tickets. What if he's right and it's fucking Scientology is the way to go? Fuck that shit. I'd rather... All right, guys. Well, um, we'll see you next uh, week unless we win that billion dollars and then we will not see you. There's no penalty for me not believing in Scientology, but there's definitely a penalty for for me not believing in God. (laughs) I mean, I guess that depends on... But you made the penalty. That's true. That's true. You made the penalty up. That's true. Because if you don't believe in hell... Like I, um, I am Christian. I believe in God. Mm-hmm. Well, I, Christian in the sense that I believe in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe in God. I and don't really. I don't believe in hell. I don't believe that there's a place in hell because I've done enough research of like um, history and religions to know that what we, what Dante wrote about hell and what we think of the devil is just an amalgamation of different like Norse and Greek gods that, uh, you know, like um, our our version of of what we call Satan, or what we call the devil, is just Bacchus, like you know, the, the old the old Greek gods or the old Norse gods, and uh, the so t- the Titans. Yeah, so it's uh, or the Romans, whatever we, whatever Bacchus is, but that's from the term that we get Bacchanal and all and all that. It's it's just he he was just like Dionysus and all that. They were just the gods of like partying and wine and bad things, yeah. and 
we've melded that into the devil. So I and the only, the first like nobody like nothing in the Bible talks about uh, like a like hell until um, until Dante's Inferno came out, and then they start talking about you know like he made all that shit up and out of other out of all other poems from like ancient times. So like we, we pretty much created hell because we needed an alternative because the idea of having one god who is both good and bad is like blows our mind like we have to have one or the other. Yeah. Which it's hard to deal with man as our human brains are like no we it's got to be black and white it's got to mm-hmm. be it's got to be good and bad. God loves us. Mm-hmm. Each and every one. Um starting next week Oh, I, I guess we should tell you guys that after episode 150, we're becoming a Christian podcast. Yeah. So get your Jesus fish. Mm-hmm. Get your fishes. Get your fishes. And uh, put them on your minivans. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. God is my co-pilot. Yeah. <laughs> God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for our podcast. We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs>